You're listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Inclusive AF. It's me, Jackie Clayton, and my friend, Katie Van Horn. <laughs> How are y'all doing today? I'm so glad that we are here together. This week is Thanksgiving for some. For some, yeah. So today we're going to tackle something fun, but also we want to kind of preface the conversation by saying that um, we need to be aware of the the things that aren't great about celebrating Thanksgiving and acknowledge the fact that Indigenous peoples have been impacted um, throughout the U.S. and actually throughout North America, throughout the world, really. Um, and, and acknowledge that Thanksgiving, while it is a celebration and a time for everyone to come together, we also want to acknowledge the damage that have been, that has been done. And we definitely need to tackle that at some point. And there's some other things that I want to tackle around indigenous women and how they are getting lost and, you know, how we need to just tackle that conversation. I think at some point, Jackie, um, today though, I think we want to talk a little bit about inclusion but inclusion and also uh, diversity around food. So diversity yeah. around Thanksgiving meals, what traditions, what, what we all do differently. So I, I'm so, I'm so glad. And, and part of it is um, as part of my personal story, as you know, I always talk about uh, my husband and I had a hard time when we were dating another show. Trust me, it's a full show. But after we got married and it was our first Thanksgiving as a married couple, I always say that is when I realized we're not all the same. <laughs> Up until that point, everyone's like, we're all the same. We should all be the same. We should treat each other the same. And then I'm like making collard greens. And he's like, what's that smell? And I knew this was not <laughs> what I had expected. Um, and we had to change some of the things that we that we ate. And it's just funny growing up, you don't realize, like, you know that they don't eat exactly the same thing you do, but you don't realize how far-fetched, not far-fetched, how different <laughs> your cultures and traditions and things are within your house, you know? Like, I'm, I'm curious, Katie, what are some of the things that your mom did traditional Thanksgiving-y things? Um, so I'm not even going to go to Thanksgiving first. I'm actually going to go to New Year's Day first because so I um, a thing on New Year's Day. And we do a thing on New Year's Day that is uh, pork and sauerkraut. And so that is a, a tradition for <laughs> German, Pennsylvania Dutch that you eat sauerkraut on New Year's Day. So you have a successful year. Okay. And so this is something that has been in my family forever <laughs> since I've been in it. Um, <laughs> and so it's forever. been fun forever. <laughs> it's been fun to have the in-laws that have joined the family, um, how they're, how they react to that. Because I mean, I, you know, each one of them has a story of like, well, when I was dating your sister, I came and I ate that. And then was like, what in the heck did we just eat? <laughs> um, and so that one, that's what, that one is always fun. And we actually have a rule now on New Year's Day, because we all do try to get together on New Year's Day. Don't know if we're going to do that this year, but um, the crock pot goes outside so that it doesn't smell. smell like so the entire pot. house doesn't smell like sauerkraut, because that is a a smell. I have to tell um, you, we use sauerkraut on Thanksgiving and I don't, apparently huh. it's a is that Okay. Thing. So I'm sorry. Is that, um, your, is that Todd's family? No, that's your family. Okay. That's my, as a reminder, mother. as a reminder, Todd is white. Jackie is black just because I, as a, for those listeners that maybe haven't reminder, heard before. He's the whitest and one day we'll just Stop have it. him. Oh, sorry. One day we'll interview him. You can, you can't even Google him. His name's Todd Clayton. It's very, <laughs> there's lots of them, um, but none quite like this one. And no, it's my parents, my mother's family specifically from Baltimore. And apparently, sorry, spider. Um, apparently it's like a Baltimore thing. I think a lot of people in Baltimore do it. Huh. My parents never ate collard greens. My, my grandparents ate collard greens. My mom always hated it. My dad's from the Virgin Islands. 
So when he came to the United States, he's wanted to eat meat forever because he always had fish, like all of these weird things. But on Thanksgiving, we always ate stuffing, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and we call it stuffing, but we don't stuff the turkey with it. We don't call it dressing, call it stuffing, and sauerkraut, cranberry sauce, rolls, pumpkin pie. My husband, his family had a lot of what we would call like processed, just process, <laughs> processed, and it was always like the no, and and it was because it was like part of my whole culture, like if you do that, like it was like a smack in the face of all of your ancestors <laughs> all the way back. Like you better not have a can of cream of mushroom soup in there. I swear to God. Like that's when you like leave your black card. It's like, nope. Okay. But so, so your green bean casserole has what in it? We didn't have green bean casserole. Oh, well, <laughs> You're not invited to our Thanksgiving event if you're not going to have some green beans. I made it later. Those are the things, but that's what's so funny. So later, so of course, as you come together as in a marriage, let's Mm -hmm. talk about what we're going to have. This is what I really must have at my Thanksgiving. What kind of things would you like to add? So one of them was the broccoli casserole that I told you about. Broccoli, Velveeta, Ritz crackers (laughs) and butter in the oven. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Broccoli Velveeta. You know, this was on the backs of Velveeta, right? Broccoli Velveeta. <laughs> put it in the microwave. I'm not making this up. <laughs> then you put it in a baking casserole. You crush a whole thing of Ritz crackers with like a full stick of butter. You put it on top and you bake it at 350. And then we had to make the green bean casserole. So flash forward to my mother, the reverend's wife, and she's like, this is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) It's green bean casserole. That is a thing though. I think like the broccoli, like that Velveeta, I mean, at Velveeta, anything, it tastes delicious. Even though, you know, your heart is clogging as you take each bite, it's still (laughs) really good. My mother would not let me have Velveeta ever in my life. She'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it was really honestly because it was in the same shape as government cheese. If you don't, if you've ever seen government cheese, like the square big loaf of cheese, I think there was some PTSD around the shape of the Velveeta, even though it's much smaller than the government cheese. So I do know the shape of government cheese because again, I want to remind you that I'm the youngest of seven kids and my teach, right. and my parents are both teachers. So very oh, familiar yes, with did. the government cheese. And um, it's not tasty. I think no. it's cheese food actually. Yeah, it's cheese-esque. <laughs> Cheese-ish. I don't know. Cheese like But it was what we had available at the time. And it was yes. absolutely, you know, they were putting food on the table and that's what mattered. For my Thanksgiving, um, so here's a couple things. So turkey, turkey usually multiple ways. So uh, one of us will usually smoke one. And, and again, when we're th- talking Thanksgiving, and I, so as I just mentioned, youngest of seven. So when any, anytime we have a family occasion, there's at least 25 to 30 people there, like just with the immediate family. Wow. So between like just my siblings and their children, um, some of which now have their own children, which is just bizarre, but that's another day, another topic. But anyway, so we usually will do a couple different, like we'll roast a turkey and then maybe, you know, smoke one, things like that. Um, Mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, and there cannot be one one, uh, marshmallow anywhere near those sweet potatoes, because that's disgusting. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that's how I feel that. Yeah. Do you eat mm-hmm. sweet potatoes? Are they mashed sweet potatoes? No, 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 no. Yes. You, you will bake them. So you peel them, bake them or cube them, bake them with butter and brown sugar. Usually I like to do vanilla, like vanilla paste okay. myself. Um, and you bake them and they are delicious. If you do something horrible, like add marshmallows to them, then that's sacrilegious and you will not be invited back the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
no, I like someone like at some point we did like a, a friend, uh, Friendsgiving and someone brought sweet potatoes with marshmallows on them. And I'm like, I don't even understand what this is. I don't know what's happening right now. Cause I'd never, we didn't eat them that way cranberry sauce but we like to do the one can is the cranberry like the whole cranberries that are uh, crushed yes and then the other one is the jelly which right. is you know can, cranberry can about that? like how is that a thing like it's the shape of the everybody has it's like it. jello mold but it's <laughs> <laughs> you mix those two together and it's delicious you have this beautiful spread you know it's like oh and the roast turkey with the mm-hmm. little cuffs on the little feet thing and then <laughs> this can shaped burgundy yeah 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 no so that's so you don't do that you so you mix the two together so it's mushed okay. together now i have seen it sliced from the can and you take the slices and yeah. what you do is you get your mashed potatoes you put your corn because there must be corn and then you put your cranberry sauce if you do the slices and then your gravy. What do you, what, what are you talking about? Are you talking about, are you putting it all together? No. Haven't you ever gone to like, I can't even think of any of the, I, I can't like, there are, there are some places that have turkey sandwiches that are Thanksgiving turkey sandwiches would have, which have the no, dressing uh-uh. don't, don't and they have the cranberry that. sauce on there. So like, do not hey, wait that I'm, I'm just, just saying to you, not a Thanksgiving sandwich. Well, it's not a sandwich because if you want to do a sandwich, that's where like later in the afternoon after right. Turkey is done. And right. what you do is you get the rolls that are left over delish Turkey, a little bit of Mayo, but don't go crazy with the Mayo. Cause you also want to do stuffing and cranberry sauce. I like that. But what you talked about was nasty. What you just talked about would get you kicked out of Thanksgiving. If you mix your- I am going to call, I am going to come over to Thanksgiving. I will fly to Waco on Thanksgiving day and I will show you how it's done because you'll be so happy when you do it. I just, you know, generally I don't eat corn. It goes in as corn. It goes out as corn. It has no nutritional value. No, it does not. You are correct. (laughs) But, but, but also really, you're going to be really be like, well, Thanksgiving dinner, other than that, <laughs> yeah, super healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you talk about sweet potatoes. So I'll tell you a funny thing. So my mother growing up used to make yams with orange juice. Ooh, it had a very nice citrusy and then like cranberries in it, but she made it for herself. Like she saw it on like Good Morning America one time mm-hmm. and she tried it. It wasn't like a family thing. Like she did that. But then she also- I'm sorry, can I pause? I, uh, are you baking the, the sweet potatoes and then mashing them or keeping them like cubed? No, see, yeah, that's a great question. No, cubed. Okay. With orange, like orange juice and like brown sugar. Mm-hmm. We are gathered here today to give you permission to plan the wedding that you want. I'm Jessica Bishop. And I'm Sari Wienerman. And we're the hosts of the Bouquet Toss podcast. Today's couples have to juggle so many things from family expectations to outdated traditions and what's currently trending. So to make it easier, we're going deep to figure out why we do weddings the way that we do. So you can decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. You are cordially invited to subscribe to the Bouquet Toss wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcast.com. By the power vested in us, we pronounce you free to plan your day your way. So it kind of had a citrusy flavor and then you would put like some whole cranberry, like you have like little cranberry sauce, very tart. Yeah. And it was like her thing. And it always was like, man, you know, like, because she would do that and everybody was sad because she also used to make the mashed sweet potatoes mm. with the marshmallows on top. So then I started my tradition of making it mashed sweet potatoes, butter, brown sugar, but then on top putting a crumble of pecan brown sugar. Ritz crackers. Oh, <laughs> Ritz crackers. <laughs> I might try that this year. You laugh. 
Okay, sorry. What was on top, really, though? (laughs) I swear. Pecans, flour, butter, brown sugar, crumble Mm. on top. So it Mm -hmm. baked. Oh, kind of like a crisp. So I baked it. But then Todd was like, because again, you'll meet him one day. This will all be, a lot of these stories will make so much more sense. Like thought that I forgot the marshmallows when I had chosen not to put the marshmallows, but he put them on top of the thing anyway. And it is like the best thing. It's like a <laughs> lollipop. It's like the sweetest thing you've ever had in your life. My kids don't know any different. Like if you give them a sweet potato that doesn't have at least like two tablespoons per cube, they are like, what is this? They've never tasted a sweet potato. It's like really just brown sugar and marshmallow. <laughs> and that is how we have dieting tips. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anybody's diabetic. <laughs> Not making fun of anybody diabetic. <laughs> we should have renamed this show. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a little bit exclusive, like not like inclusive AF kind of. Oh my heavens. I feel like I need to like push pause on the recording so I can like gather myself. It was going to have the bias. It was going to have to come out at some point. Right. (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) it was with you. (laughs) Now. Let me ask you a question, another question. I'm not sure I'm ready. You're not. <laughs> mayonnaise, it'll bring you down. Mayonnaise. Oof, do you use mayonnaise? I think we've had this conversation. Mayonnaise, do you use mayonnaise? Hellman's mayonnaise, best brand mayonnaise, Duke's brand mayonnaise. What the hell are you talking about? I didn't know there were so many different kinds of mayonnaise or Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. In your potato salad, do you use Miracle Whip? I think we already had this conversation. I don't actually, I shouldn't say that. I have made potato salad. It's not one of my preferred items that I cook because it's, I feel like it's a heavy lift. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Um, You know, you got to do the hard boiled eggs. You got to boil the potatoes just so, so they're not mushy. Yeah. Bacon, all of the things. And so... When I have made it though, it's been um, with Miracle Whip. I don't, I actually don't ever buy mayonnaise. And mostly because my family makes fun of me for the way that I say mayonnaise. I say mayonnaise, which isn't how it's supposed to be pronounced. Uh, my sister's listening. She's going to be laughing right now. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really do potato salad, but we can actually talk wow. about potato salad because I know there's like, uh, there's a lot of business with potato salad. People have a lot of feelings on potato salad and how it should be made and who's allowed to make it. I, (laughs) (laughs) are you ready? So people who use Miracle Whip for starters should not be bringing the the potato salad. Just don't. That's just not, that's, that is, you just bastardize the whole batch of potatoes. See, so it's good I'm not making it. (laughs) (laughs) The next time we have a picnic, don't choose me to bring the potato salad with Miracle Whip. I guess, I just, (laughs) (laughs) swear to God, if you make, I I just can feel it one day in our future. Yeah, I feel like we're going to be at an HR conference somewhere and I'm going to bring out like a pot of potato salad for Jackie. Right there in the middle of the hall. Yeah, just for fun. It'll be good. Everyone will really enjoy it. They'll Mm -hmm. think it's like a gas bomb going on. Yes. What is that sulfuric? I feel like we've gone off the rails slightly, but it's okay. Let's let's go back to Thanksgiving. It's always been like a black thing. Like if there's a a group of a group of people, it's always like black person's role to bring the potato salad. It's just always been a thing. It's like, we'll bring the potato salad. Don't bring it. And it's funny because it's becoming to these jokes in uh, American culture. And mm-hmm. there was that video that tell them about the video that I sent you. This <laughs> Jackie sent me a video and it was a gentleman with his shoe off smashing 
a container of potato salad because he thought it had roaches in it. He was killing the roaches. In the he potato. was killing the cockroaches that were in the potato salad when in fact it was raisins. Right. And, and so I don't think anyone would disagree that I fully support him smushing <laughs> the cockroach raisins because that sounds disgusting. But I'm sure someone out there listening is like, what are you talking about? Raisins in the potato salad are the best things ever. The best part of the whole video for me, did you listen to it? <laughs> yes. The best when the woman said, when the woman said, we just went through the diversity <laughs> training, Todd, whatever his name was. I don't even know what it was, Todd. It made me laugh so hard. It is so true. It is like that when, and, until you get to food. People are very big about other people's cultures. They're even big about, oh, you have, you, you know, are from this place and you make this food, that's great. But then when you have these cross foods and traditions and cultures mm -hmm. and long time, people get really crazy about mm -hmm. potato salad. Now I will tell you at family reunions or church picnics or all of those different things, it was always a battle of the potato salad. Like the women would rate themselves about how much potato salad was gone. To the point oh. church, they always just provided all of the food and told nobody to bring the potato salad. Like, I think there was going to be a fight about the potato salad. See, that is interesting because I think from a, so we like, at, like the church situation, when we'd have like potlucks or whatever, it was usually centered around like a funeral or a wedding or whatever. And so you'd have things like, you know, it was always like the potato casserole, but it wasn't potato salad, it'd be like some sort of hot potato, cheesy deliciousness. Right. I don't know if it was like competitive per se, but I don't, like I never have really made food for a Catholic potluck. So I don't know. <clears throat> I'm telling you, it was competitive. I'm yeah. telling you. I, the first, I moved to Waco and it was probably, I had been here maybe a month and mm -hmm. they, it was teacher appreciation week. And they said, can everybody bring a tray of breakfast casserole? And so then the certain moms signed up to bring breakfast casserole. And I was like, this is a great lesson in diversity and inclusion. Cause I was like, what's a breakfast casserole? Because that's just not a cultural thing on my side of the fence. Casseroles are just not a thing like that. Like that's just not something that's been a tradition in my family. And a lot of people that look like me don't make casseroles like that. Period. Um, Casseroles, period, or just just no, breakfast ones? Just, you just don't. Okay. It, because people try to, look, people put scraps, cheese, cream of mushroom soup, rich crackers. Hence the not, yeah, not okay. I mean, we're just talking about the elephant of the room. So it was always like a, this is not a black people thing. I don't know what this breakfast casserole is. And then mm -hmm. they had the nerve to say, well, this one lady had the nerve to say, you know, it's the breakfast casserole roll has tater tots in it. And I almost fell out like, oh, so they're talking about like a hot dish. So I, so yes, let's talk about hot dish for a moment. So when I moved to Minnesota, I was like, I'm sorry, what is this? And it's basically shepherd's pie with tater tots on top. That's the best way I can describe it. Maybe, I mean, someone in Minnesota is like crying right now because I just said this. With but sausage in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it was interesting, but it wasn't something I would order at a restaurant, which they served it in a restaurant. It, it's like one of those, exactly what you're saying, like what did mom have left in the fridge that she could throw together? And she had a bag of tater tots, so she made this thing. And now all of a sudden it's like the meal that you go and order in a restaurant which was just, it was very interesting to me, but okay. I will say this. So we're talking about Thanksgiving. We're talking about potlucks a little bit. What are your thoughts on, so potato salad, obviously you have a, a particular feeling. So my sister-in-law, she and her sisters make tamales for the holidays. And so she'll usually bring some tamales cause they like, we'll have an assembly line. There's nine sisters. And so they have a day that they will all get together and make tamales. And so we're probably going to do that at my house this year. Um, but what are your thoughts on, um, I don't know if you want to call it like co-opting or stealing or borrowing traditions of other people 
that yeah. you are like, wow, that like tamales are really freaking like, are good. Are you appropriating a culture? Right. The food that isn't part of your culture? Right. That's what I want to know. You know, here's the thing. So I don't think it, there, I don't think it is, but don't, if you change it, you can't call it the same thing. I think it was okay. one of the, my favorite episodes of Seventh Heaven. <laughs> and we'll have that oh. to another episode. I love mm-hmm. Seventh Heaven. And that she, so, and he, the older boy was going to marry a Jewish girl and he, her dad was a rabbi and they get together and they're making kugel, you know, Mm -hmm. which is like the noodle pudding. And part of the traditions in Jewish, you can't mix like milk and eggs. Like Mm -hmm. you can't. So she, they said, oh, this is really great. And she was like, I just added a couple of things. And she was like, I added cream cheese and I added like various eggs and I added this and the lady's like throwing up. She goes, I just needed a little this and that. So it's like, if you said, that's not that thing. That's right. So if you, you can, if you, if it's, if you, I think it's fine, but if you change it, don't call it what somebody else called it. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Right. That's fair. Um, like call it Van Horn tamales. Yeah. Cause I also have like a, a whole, um, like they put olives, green olives, and I just am opposed to olives in general. And so I don't, I, oh. I, I, well, first of all, let me be clear. I have never made tamales cause that is a lot of work too. Um, I will find an awesome place to order them from. There's a restaurant up the street that makes them and they're fabulous. So I will do that. But then my next question for you is like, what other traditions or what other food items did you have that like when you married Todd, he was like, what in the world? Cause I'll give you another one that's during Lent. So Catholic, um, 40 days of Lent, um, we do not eat meat on Friday. Back in the days, you just don't eat meat during the whole shebang, but we won't go into all of the Catholic history, but okay. Fridays, no meat. Okay. Um, Well, one of the things that you do eat is oyster stew. Have you had oyster stew? Is that something that you would? No. Okay. I've heard of oyster dressing. Oh no, no. Oh yeah. I know people put oysters in their stuffing, dressing, whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not a fan. Cause I think oysters, I like I oysters the on the half water. shell. I think they should be in the water. Yeah, they are. People eat oysters. I, yeah, that I'll eat them like that yeah, when they're raw. Had one. Mm-hmm. one day, I, I, one day we'll go. I, oh. But yeah, oysters in dressing. I don't, not my, no. fa- not my favorite. I have had it. I don't, I don't like it. Um, but oyster have, stew. What is oyster stew? It's basically you boil the oysters and then you put butter and milk in it and you heat it up with salt and pepper. And then like as a child, all we would really do is drink the hot milk basically that had the oyster juice in it. Um, but then like my parents would eat the oysters themselves, which a cooked oyster is not super my jam because it just looks and feels and tech, none of it's good. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, but like that was just something that we did growing up because, you know, it was kind of on Friday, what do you make for seven kids? This was a great thing to do. Um, so, but we still will do that. Like I will eat oyster stew today. I could go eat it right now. Um, I mean, I, I can't because... That's the other part is that you can only, well, actually this month you could. So you can only buy oysters in months that have an R. Really? Mm-hmm. January, February, March. I didn't know that. Thank so May, you. June, July, August, you cannot, or you shouldn't. I mean, unless you're like on the freaking coast, you know, at Fisherman's Wharf buying them. And although I don't know if they like harvest them at that time either, but I know that like, if you buy them in a grocery store, the rule is you should not buy them during those times because oysters, it's not their season or whatever. And so they would be yucky, but we're, what else? What other traditions? Are there other food traditions you have? We had, we did have like the black eyed peas on new year's day. A lot of people have Mm, that mm -hmm. on new year's day was something that, that he, 
that Todd hadn't done, eating greens and collard greens. I think one of the things that was really funny is that it was putting meat in everything. And, <laughs> and looking at it, I mean, it was, it was really just looking at it and seeing how many pork products there were in things that were like vegetables. Like I put like ham, hocks and cabbage or I put fat back or salt pork in greens and bacon in green beans. And it, a lot of it is Southern, you know, there's a lot of like black Southern food and I would call it like white Southern food living in the mm -hmm. South, a lot of, of recipes. And there's some similarities um, of putting in the South, people put meat in all of their stuff and then you eat it. Cause a lot of times you, that's all you had and you eat just that piece of it. So, but for him, that was just really bizarre. I mm -hmm. mean, like the green beans had bacon in it and um, the other, most everything had a meat in that there was no, there sure wasn't anything vegan on the table, um, but it was just funny. The things that people might say, oh, I'm a vegetarian. I'm sure I could eat something. No, no. Yeah, it, it's not you're saying that I'm actually thinking like one of the other meals that my mom would make is ham, like whatever, like we would have a ham for Thanksgiving, let's say, or Christmas or whatever holiday and the leftovers she would put into a pot like a stock pot with green beans and it would be ham and green beans that you're making with cornbread <laughs> i'm just laughing because you said ham and green beans and it was ham and green beans it was ham that and was green the whole beans meal? that was the meal it's with cornbread and that was what we ate like that was the meal and it was so freaking good like i i, I mean it was amazing um but yeah. i think it's also that goes to kind of like i think some of the you know, old school kind of mentality of like, if you had meat, you used every piece of the meat. Yes. So like, that was one of the things that like, you didn't throw away a ham bone, you didn't throw away scraps of whatever, like, if, if she made a chicken, the chicken bones would go and be made into chicken stock, which she then made into soup or whatever, um, which is kind of that post, um, depression era yes. for so many folks that, you know, there is no throwing things away um, or, you know, not using every piece of the, and I don't even like, I don't even know that that's like a, that has nothing to do with like ethnicity. I don't think, cause I think a lot of people have that mentality of like, it's kind of the, like the hunter that's the, if you hunt, you use every piece of the carcass period, like for whatever, like, the fur that you're taking off it's like every piece of the meat all of those things to make whatever and so i think it's that think as it's well socioeconomic there has to be a point where it's like you know and during the depression so many people didn't have money i definitely right. think it's a socioeconomic thing you know and they didn't have meat either like to your right. point on adding meat to everything that that is like fancy you know like if you had meat to be able to share in a meal or to be able to put into a meal well, that and was then, fancy. So traditionally, like it was always scraps. Mm -hmm. That's why you had to put it in. And and one of the things Todd's grandparents used to make all the times were beans. And it was very common in Texas that like, what are you having for dinner? It's like beans. Mm -hmm. and right. And I remember when I moved to Florida telling them I was, they asked me what I was making for dinner and I said beans and they just were like, and what else? I was like, beans. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't understand. So that was something that was weird. But I, you know, I moved to Oregon, something that was really interesting. In Oregon, I lived in Lake Oswego, which is outside of Portland. All the food is like, it's like all the food was organic everywhere mm -hmm. you went. It was like some person that got the from the farmer's market that day. And if you ever went, if you go to Oregon, go to the farmer's market, because like the sunflowers are the sunniest sunflowers you've ever seen and the right. are the hugest in the cab. It just is a, a very rich and very oxygenated place. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but I'm from Texas. So I got in the mood for some catfish, which is a kind of a Southern thing. I wanted a catfish and hush puppies, but I didn't feel like making the hush puppies. So I went to go to the grocery store and asked them for frozen hush puppies and they didn't have hush puppies. He didn't even know what I was talking about. And I was like, 
Come on, dude. Wait, I'm sorry. When you were in Oregon, this happened. When I was in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, there's no way that you went into a grocery store oh, in no. Texas and couldn't get hash brown, or uh, <laughs> hash puppies. Yeah. They didn't know what I was talking about. They didn't have it. They didn't have frozen mm-hmm. ones. They didn't have hush puppy kit mix. They didn't have any of it. And I just cried right in front of the guy at the grocery store. Like, okay, it's not a problem. Just cried. Right. I mean, they also didn't have greens until Thanksgiving or Christmas. So you couldn't just say, you could get it at the, like at the farmer's market. You could get like kale or whatever, but in the grocery store, they didn't have greens and food is so personal like Mm -hmm. it brings back memories and thoughts of your family and so it's like it's so important you know and it's very personal if you want to feel excluded like go be homesick in someplace else and try to make you know like try to go someplace and make nestle's chocolate chip cookies in the uk like they don't have nest toll house chocolate chips uh, I don't know if I agree with that statement because I don't know if you watched Friends, but Phoebe's great great grandmother was French, and she made Nestle Tool House. I don't know if you remember that. Did episode. not really make that. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We out. I, you don't remember that episode yes, where it was like the Phoebe cookie and she only had one piece and like Joey ate the last piece or someone ate the last piece. <laughs> That's like Tool House. <laughs> the great chef. Nestle <laughs> so I'm pretty sure in Europe you can get that done no but it's such a valid point because I think there are so many things or it is it's also the to your point like the tradition isn't really about the food specifically but it does that food brings up a memory or brings up a time that you're remembering and um I mean I think all of us have those things um yeah it's it's I don't know. Like, and, and also like just Thanksgiving generally, like I have celebrated with other people mm-hmm. and, you know, like if I was dating someone and he invited me to come to their Thanksgiving, you know, so I've done that. And it's always been interesting, like what the actual like tradition, like the, the actions are around the meal. And so like for, for us, ours is, you know, we say a prayer before we eat and then right. we eat there's football. There's always, you know, someone, a kid running around with football. Um, are there things that you do like as part of your celebration that are, you know, you do this every single year? No, so it's not around food, but no, I think it's the same. Well, Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. So, um, I'm going to let all of y'all in on a little bit of, of Jackie that really not many people know. And one of them is that I love Macy's. I literally have a problem. Like, you know, like how people are like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm going to get a mug from Starbucks or I'm going to get some salt and pepper shakers or whatever people collect and they have tchotchkes and whatever. Like I have to go to Macy's. And it was probably literally this week that I thought that's not normal. That I was thinking about all the different Macy's I've been in, in different Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, so I love Macy's. I love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like there's not, I fill up with so much joy and I'm in tears with happiness of watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And in, when I lived with my parents, that was the first day that we could have a fire. Hmm. Even when we moved to Texas, even though my mom would be like, holy cannoli, it's 85 degrees, Jackie. And we would like turn the air down and have a fire on Thanksgiving. So it was always that. So we always had a fire. We always watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, and then we hold hands and say a prayer. And then we watch football. Um, but the men always had to clean up. That was always the rule. It was always, my mom didn't want anybody in her kitchen. I don't want anybody in my kitchen. But it was always like the men just had to do all the cleaning up. I think it was like, you know, which is funny now that I think about it. It's like, oh. 
but they always had to go. It was like all the men had to go and clean up and put the food away. I love that. So we also having, you know, having four sisters, we have a rule that we have in like kind of put into place because we know if we don't do this, we will get in fights on holidays, which is never a good thing. Um, but we don't go into anyone's kitchen unless we are invited in. So like if I am hosting, no one's allowed in my kitchen and it, and it, it will, they could be standing there having a conversation, not doing anything. Everything's fine, but it, it, yeah, get, get on the other side of the Island, get, go sit down, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. And, and so it is funny, but we're in the similar situation in Arizona where we have Thanksgiving, usually we'll be sitting outside and also, you know, over the Christmas holiday, also sit outside because the weather is nice enough that we can. Now, for those folks that celebrate 4th of July, um, we don't go outside during 4th of July <laughs> unless you're in a pool because it's hot it's as all barbecue. get out. Yeah, yeah. It, like the barbecue, whoever's like the odd man that got the shortest straw that has to go work the grill on July 4th, we just pray for them because um, it's... <laughs> It's a thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's not great. Like you don't even want to go watch fireworks because it's so hot yeah. out that you're like, it's just not. Anyway, sorry. Totally getting off That's topic. That's my favorite but. holiday, by the way. And it's really weird. There's been things, especially this year and all of the stuff within 2020 and all of like the awareness when you're like, holy crap, like this is happening. Fourth of July has always been my favorite holiday. But mm-hmm. my husband was quick to point out this year when I was like, just like angry and feeling especially militant he was like you really you say fourth of july is your favorite holiday but you just like hamburgers on the grill and parades (laughs) 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 we could have that every day that'd be super duper yeah your favorite holiday like you know whenever there's a parade um speaking of burgers ma'am um have you ever had a juicy lucy girl i have had a juicy lucy so i had never had one until it i moved to minnesota dish. yeah it does <laughs> and what's funny so i had um when i was living in minnesota one of my friends from down here came up for a visit and we did a tour de juicy lucy meaning we went to two different restaurants and tried them um and you would think that we would like have gotten a half or Wait, gotten one burger and shared it before you tell people oh. it's a stuffed hamburger usually yes. stuffed with some is has bacon and cheese some have cheese i've seen it's usually bacon or cheese or cheese i've seen variations yeah. it's the the traditional is a beef burger with cheese on the inside and the the great part about it is if it, if it's made with the right type of beef meaning like lots of fat on yeah. that yeah. then when you bite into it you have cheese running down your face that's on fire it's and a also gusher. a lot of grease it's like those so it, candies yeah it's not like a first date meal in any way shape or form it's not ideal for that it's post marriage i think yeah I think it's got it yeah yeah for sure for sure it's a post date or like girls night out um yeah, whatever yeah. you know like not so much a first date situation no. but super good but i have never tried to do that on my own grill but it's something that i definitely want to try because I also like, you know, like when they have burgers that have like, uh, like a wolf sprouts. Do you guys have sprouts in Texas? No. Yes. Well, sprouts. They oh, do. Okay. It's not in this. Not in Waco. Okay. So we have sprouts here and they make like uh, feta burgers. So it's like feta in a turkey burger. It's super delicious. They have cowboy burgers, which means there's bacon and like jalapenos. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I, yeah. Anyways, okay, so wrapping up this food. This is great. This is now that you're all starving. And we, I know, I'm like, oh my God. I yeah, I'm, I'm going to go take a quick flight up to Minnesota and get a Juicy Lucy. I, I don't know what anyone else is doing after this. And I also, um, I think we should try it. Like whenever I get to come to your casa, um, we should just do it. We should just make it. Yeah. Try to make uh, Juicy Lucy's. I think you have and to we freeze, can, the, freeze something. Yeah. And we could do like a Facebook. Oh yeah. I think you do have to do that. I yeah. think you're right. 
And then we can do like a Facebook live of it and try not to um, laugh so hard like I did earlier in this episode that you can't speak or talk or breathe or anything. Um, so we'll try and do that at some point. That'll be fun. Um, okay, so here's the place. here's my piece. Yeah, it's like here's what's our, your bottom line on Thanksgiving, my, my bottom friends? Bottom line is I encourage all of you to when you if not this year, of course. But in other years, when you get to celebrate as a family, take your traditional meal with a recipe card and a story explaining the history and I encourage everybody just to take a bite. Don't force people who are like, I hate collard greens to eat them. I've seen people try to do that. But I think you should try to do it because we are, it's, it's, if you hear this, like everybody coming together is a great thing to be thankful for. And we're all thankful for that food and we're sharing traditions and sharing our homes and sharing love with each other. But it's so neat to have the conversation. Like I'll have oyster stew. I'll be horrified, but I love, it's a part of you. It means something to you. And for you to share that with me is an honor. So try to do that. But then also like ask people their traditions. It's been fun. Yeah. That's, I think that's the, the, the bottom line for me is I love, I mean, you know, I'm just a story gatherer. Um, I love hearing people's stories. And so like hearing like, what is your food that you eat for your, for whatever holiday that you celebrate? What are the things that, you know, that make, cause I think like to your point, coming together and having and sharing a meal, like anytime you can go to someone's home and have them share a meal with you of this is what we eat. So like when we, when I've gone and traveled to other countries, to other places, I love, you know, when you can somehow incorporate a kind of a home cooked meal into the situation, because then I feel like you actually are getting like the, this is what we really do. Mm -hmm. And I am totally of the, like, I'm that Anthony Bourdain person. And I don't know if like Anthony Bourdain kind of had this whole rule of even if it's something that you're like that, it sounds like the worst possible thing I could ever eat they are sharing themselves with you by making that meal. So even if you're like collard greens, that sounds like something I would never like. Well, A, first of all, you're wrong because it's super good. B, um, it, it's like they're sharing a part of themselves. And so like honoring that and saying, wow, that's awesome. Like every one of my family members that have joined through marriage, every time we've had a friend's giving it's always been interesting to do exactly that. Like have everyone bring like, what is that thing that you eat that maybe is different than other people eat? And it's so amazing. When we have New Year's Day and friends have come over that haven't had uh, pork and sauerkraut before, they're like, this is very different, but I'll try it. And, you know, but they might think it's not their favorite thing afterwards. They're wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> but um, nice getting yeah. together I mean and there's some things that I'm like oh it that's the other thing just and don't be don't be afraid to say like this is different or it's not to my liking don't ever get stuck in that situation yes yes um uh, but you have point. to try it you can't you refuse it. it that's where yeah. I go is that like there are things that I've tried that I'm like this is not for me but you've got to try it <laughs> it's not a long list like I don't like eel which sounds like a weird Yellow's thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't. It's not, not my favorite. Mm -mm. Um. Yeah. No. I well, just end like it going... with uh, the story that you. I and I am usually pretty good. So I went over to Todd's grandmother's house on his dad's side, and as part of the meal, she made pickled watermelon rind, and it's what you think it is—a watermelon rind that's been in a brine, you know, salted mm -hmm. brine. And a watermelon rind makes me gag anyway. Like when you get to the white part of the watermelon, it's just gross and bitter. So anyway, I tried to have a bite and it is tradition. Like she made our plate. So there was like four pieces of this watermelon rind. I take one bite and I had a whole physical reaction. Like I was like, oh no, like I'm not eating it. And Todd said, Todd said, that is so rude. My grandmother made that. I said, well, then fine, you eat it. And I pushed off my plate, the four pieces of pickled watermelon rind. And then he had eight and he just looked at me like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. yeah. And, I but I, 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 and I guess that's the other half of it too. As a host, 
people are allowed to say, this is not to my liking. This is not something that I want to eat, but that is the rule is you got to try it. You have to try it. And I didn't mean, I don't think I've ever had a reaction before that or since. That visceral. It was was really (laughs) not for me. And I was like, not initially welcomed into this family. I did everything I can to be like, oh, I love all of you so much and you're the best people. (laughs) It broke me completely broke me Um, (laughs) and then they met the real Jackie I sucked it up I got it back yeah yeah it all worked out I'm sure I'm sure it was fine fine. um okay well I want to just add on one thing so we would love to hear what your traditions are um whether it's you know for this holiday Thanksgiving coming up this week or for any other holiday and, and the, the more different, the better. And what I mean by that is we want to hear about like something that you do that's your tradition food wise, because it's always interesting for us. And as I mentioned, like, I love to hear the stories of why or how you got there, whatever it might be and why you have that tradition. So definitely share with us. Um, you know, we have our, uh, we're on pretty much every podcast app at this point. I think that we possibly can be. Uh, we're posting stuff on LinkedIn and Twitter. Would love to hear your thoughts. Would love to hear your feedback on how we're doing on this podcast. And if there's anything else you want us to talk about from a traditions perspective or how to be inclusive AF, um, holler. 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 Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>